We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauley, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. Well, today we come to our final study in the series that we have been in. I don't know about you, but I've enjoyed so much looking at these great journeys of the Bible. Now, without a doubt, this is not an exhaustive list. There are other great journeys in Scripture, but we've looked at many of the highlights, and it's been wonderful. And today, I'd like to give you three simple suggestions for enjoying your own journey. Uh, many of you know that my life verse is Acts 20:24. 20, it was written near the end of the Apostle Paul's life. He actually spoke it uh, to a group of uh, people that he loved in Ephesus. In Acts 20, 24, he says, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Paul was a man who finished his own journey with joy. He didn't just finish. When he stood at the end of life, he not only could say, I fought a good fight, finished my course, kept the faith, but I believe he could honestly say he finished his course with joy. And that's what I want for my own life. I want to finish well, and I want to finish rejoicing in the Lord. Somebody said, not just on the right side, but on the bright side. Well, how do you do that? I believe there are three very practical truths wrapped up in this one verse about how to finish your course with joy. First of all, the little phrase says, but none of these things move me. <laughs> you would imagine that Paul was living in some retirement, having a great time when he said, I want to finish my course with joy, but he wasn't. No, as a matter of fact, in the previous verse, he says, the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. In other words, he said, I've got some tough things to deal with. And then there was the, the fear of the unknown. He says, I, I don't know what I'm going to deal with. I don't have all the certainty of that. In the verse that follows our verse, in verse 25, he says to these people that he loves, I'm never going to see you again. You're going to see my face no more. I mean, this is a man who is dealing with his own struggles and stresses and strains. But listen to this, but none of these things move me. If you want to finish your own course with joy, I want to say to you, first of all, do not let circumstances control your joy. Your joy must be rooted in Jesus Christ. Be very careful what you build your joy upon. Happiness and joy are very different. Uh, happiness is rooted in happenstance, in chance, in circumstance. That can change like the weather. Uh, but if your joy is rooted in Jesus Christ, then, my dear friend, you have someone that never changes so your joy can be constant. So number one, if you want to enjoy the journey, you better not root it in circumstances. Number two, he says, "...neither count I my life dear unto myself." Secondly, be very willing to sacrifice. You see, if you want to be a joyful Christian, then you must be joyful the way Jesus was joyful. He endured the cross, despising the shame for the joy that was set before Him. You've got to believe the best is yet to come, that the reward is at the end. You can enjoy today knowing that the Lord has much more for you. In another place, the Apostle Paul said, I will very gladly spend and be spent for you. 
If I could encourage you this way, the greatest way to enjoy the journey is to invest in others. As a matter of fact, some of the most unhappy people I've ever met are the people who have their eyes on themselves. Some of the unhappiest friends I've ever known are the ones who are trying desperately to be happy. You see, joy is a byproduct. It comes from keeping your eyes on the Lord and from loving those around you. So, number one, don't root your joy in circumstance. Number two, be willing to sacrifice. Be willing to give yourself to the Lord and to others. And as you do, you'll find joy on your journey. And then finally, the third suggestion, found at the end of verse 24, he said, I not only want to finish my course, I want to finish the ministry that I received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I have found that one of the greatest ways to enjoy the journey is to keep testifying and talking about Jesus to others. As a matter of fact, sometimes when I get a little down and discouraged, I've found that one of the secrets to getting out of that slump is to grab a handful of gospel tracts and go out and talk to someone about Jesus or to strike up a conversation with someone and talk about the goodness of God, to give the gospel, to talk about how I got saved. You see, when you start talking about the Lord, soon His joy fills your heart. Oh, maybe you don't feel like it right now, but that's all right. The emotions will catch up later. If you want to enjoy the journey today, be a faithful witness for Jesus Christ. Keep testifying the gospel of the grace of God. If I ask you, what was Paul's ministry? Some would say he was a church planter, he was an apostle, he was an evangelist. Uh, many answers could be given. He was an author of Holy Scripture. Uh, but he said his ministry, the ministry he received of the Lord Jesus, was to testify the gospel of the grace of God. He had a testimony ministry. Uh, maybe you say today, well, I'm not in the ministry. Oh, you should have a ministry. And this is a ministry everyone can have. Everyone can have a testimony ministry. Everyone can begin to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Most of the time when we think of testimonies, we think of what happens inside the church building. But the greatest testimony you give is not just inside a building to a group of believers. It's outside the building to those who do not know the Lord and who need to hear the gospel of the grace of God. And so I want to challenge you today, if you really want to enjoy the journey, number one, stop looking at circumstances. Number two, be willing to sacrifice. Life is not about what you can get, it's about what you can give. Don't count your life dear to yourself. Remember what Jesus said. He said, if you lose your life, you gain it. If you try to save it, you lose it. So that's what Paul was saying here. I'm not counting my life dear unto myself or of any importance to me. And so be willing to sacrifice. And then finally, keep testifying the goodness of God. Keep sharing the gospel of the grace of God with other people. When I was just a boy growing up, my favorite baseball team was the Cincinnati Reds. At that particular time, they were called the Big Red Machine. It was in the days before the baseball strike and all of that. And they were my team. I loved to watch them. Now, the names of Pete Rose and Johnny Bench and Joe Morgan and Tony Perez and then later Eric Davis and Barry Larkin, they're etched in my memory. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember much about a pitcher by the name of Frank Pastor. But recently, I came across his biography entitled Shattered. It is powerful. It's not your typical success story. It's a powerful record of God's grace and how the Lord can take a shattered life and make something beautiful out of it. As I neared the end of that book, a particular section really captured my attention. I want to read just an excerpt, if I may, uh, Frank Pastor's own words. He said, For many years I wanted life to look perfect, because then everything would be all right. But it never was perfect, of course. Trying to present a nice picture to the outside world was just as an exhausting facade, doomed to crumble with time. Now when I find broken pieces in my day, rather than thinking I'm doing something wrong, not exercising enough faith, 
not being disciplined enough, not being whatever, I tend to look up beyond myself to consider the bigger picture. Now I find a certain strange pleasure when life is in upheaval. I know that God is on the move. And now I find that I'm not so driven toward arriving at a certain destination, like attaining professional prominence or achieving financial security. Now I don't feel in such a hurry. Life these days is more about enjoying the journey because I know that God has assured the destination. Now, even though I almost hate to say it, I'm at peace with the pieces. I wonder, can you be at peace with the pieces today? Frank Pastor died when he was 55. His life had twists and turns, ups and downs, but he learned the great lesson of walking with the Lord. And I want to challenge you today to allow every broken thing in your life and every burden and every battle to remind you of the one who makes you whole. Ask God to help you rest in Him as you travel life's road together. My prayer for you is that you'll learn truly to enjoy the journey. Paul would later write to the church at Philippi, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.